I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For. This is episode number five, but we're covering episode number one of season 31. And I'm so excited. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, uh, my, I've been excited. I'm going to say all, all, week. all week long. Absolutely. You have. It's, it's very strange. I think, I think some of it has to do with doing the podcast and all the positive feedback we've gotten as a result. So thank you everybody for your encouraging words. Yes. Thank you. Um, but also I guess I should specify that, um, that, uh, so the last full all-star season Mm-hmm. was heroes versus villains mm-hmm. and at that point i was one season in true i didn't watch all stars so like the excitement that i feel because now i've seen every, every season that these people have appeared on yeah and so i have an attachment with with these people yeah and so i was just excited to see how these people would interact and you and I've been talking about it on here and just saying like, Oh, I think if he does this or if she does that, then it'll be really exciting. And to get to see it come to fruition and just get to see if we're right about some things, if we're wrong about others. Um, this is like my first time really knowing what that means. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think back to like, if I was a survivor fan from the get go and then season eight rolls around, and here comes Richard Hatch. He's back, and Boston Rob is back, and Big Tom, and Sue Hawk, and just all these people are back, and just like how excited that would make me. Yeah. And so I feel like that's kind of what I've been with this season. It's it was a but great season more to start so the podcast on because there are more seasons to pull from. Yeah. You know, not just seven. Yeah. And it's just, and there's such, you know, in this episode, they talked about old school versus new school. They've yeah. been talking about it a lot. And so that's the other thing is there was only old school players in season eight and exactly. even season 20 a little bit. Like, I don't well, know. There was a separation then. Idol versus like, no idol. Yeah. But I feel like the new school was like only players from the last four seasons yeah just so. blossoming then yeah now i think and because there was the the viewer voting thing i feel like there's way more new schoolers than one would immediately assume yeah but uh but yeah so just in general now we haven't done this yet we haven't talked about an actual episode so bear with us as we try to figure out what the format's going to be um, I guess I'll just ask, just in general, as far as a premiere, but also a general episode, how did you react to the premiere, uh, the 90-minute premiere of season 31? There are some things that I think we predicted spot on, but by and large, I'm surprised by a lot of the behavior that I saw from most of the players. Yeah. It's a lot different than what I was gearing up for. Yeah. I was... Just as far as the way they the the producers and editors structured it, I like that we got a lot of interaction before any challenges came along. I mean, when you think about it, the first challenge is the the boat thing, um, but that's more of a general introduction, and they treated I it guess as such. Technically, yeah. Um, you know, it's the first time they're working together as a team to, and trying to organize things like just and without off the cuff. a lot of words, which was so interesting. Even though yeah. they've been around each other for. 
literally days at this point and haven't been allowed to speak to one another. Yeah. This is the first time they're allowed to start talking. I mean, obviously, there are, a lot of them are probably doing a lot of talking before that. But Absolutely. Yes, um, it's been made known a lot of pre-gaming happened. And yeah. you can do a lot of things with a look or a gesture. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't necessarily want to go beat by beat through the episode. I'd rather just sure. kind of talk big and then get more specific. Mm-hmm. Um it just was interesting, though, just how little talking then happened as compared to first episode of the first season where they did the same sort of thing where Jenna is like screaming at her tribe mates, like, right. grab this, take this, do yeah. that. This was very polite and cordial. It, there was a real vibe of positivity for, I'm going to say, the first 45 minutes. Mm. Um, where people are hugging. People are getting emotional about yeah, being but, back. But is that real? The hugging and the... I think hey, so, actually. nice to meet you. I think, like, when you... Because the, ha- the hugging all happens the minute they hit the beach. And it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, we're here. And it's shortly followed by, oh, my gosh, we're here. Yeah. Like, we got to we gotta get going one way or another, whether it be building a shelter or making alliances, we got to get going. But I liked the positive vibe. People... You know, the fact that everybody applauded for Kelly Wigglesworth was <laughs> yeah. kind of amazing. Yeah, that's very you know? sweet. And just, and I got a little teary eyed myself when he went to Jeff Varner and like back before Clearly when they were still in up. the boats. Yeah. And he was a little bit choked up about like this getting to do this again. Like yep. I'm trying to think like I, I have no equivalent of like something that I did 15 years ago that I would get to do again. The closest I come is like I was in a uh, I was in a play for in the state like the Missouri State play, and then we finished it at the Missouri State Thespian Conference, and then we were told we would get to do it again uh, for the International Thespian Festival. So it was like not only do I get to see these people again six months after I thought I was done with them, but also, oh, I get to play this part again and I get to do all this. Like, but that was six months. Yeah. This is 15 years. And just like, and it's not even necessarily the regret. It's, this is maybe one of the most defining experiences of my life. And now I get to do it again. Right. And so, uh, I do feel like, you know, um, you know, they talk about narrators throughout a season the people they'll go to for confessionals and stuff Mm -hmm. like that who kind of set the emotional tone of the season Mm -hmm. and i think jeff varner does a good job with it both humorously and otherwise yeah and i think kelly wigglesworth is giving yeah i'm surprised by that Mm -hmm. like given how little she gave us in like pre-game stuff right She's like, she's in it. She, her, her head is in the game. It is. And I also thought she was doomed kind of early on based on the fact that she just swam out ahead of her tribe. I just thought this is probably not the time for a loner mentality. Um, it was, maybe it was a strategy that we just didn't hear verbalized. I don't know, but I just kind of thought this might not be the most strategic move because as Spencer pointed out, she's going to burn out. She's not going to make it. Right. And she didn't. But that's the thing is, had she not done that, I'm not sure anybody else would have thought to do it. And totally. eventually Wu from her tribe won. Won. Yeah. You know, and so it was... Uh, so it's a win, even yeah. for her, but a very old school, maybe different way of playing than just sticking with your tribe. Not 
wanting to alienate yourself or um and up until the vote i would say that she was almost the de facto leader of her tribe hmm if there if that tribe has a leader which i don't think it does on the other side yeah. i think you've got savage as a leader like Definitely. he just he, he he rallied the troops yeah. right before the challenge he just it was can't help crazy himself. yeah and he does it from a place of safety because he's got a pretty solid alliance which we'll talk about later but sure. um but yeah i i was and again like i don't think there's an official leader and up until the votes were revealed it's like okay well i would say she's She's always going to be on the right side because I think people hold her in a certain reverence and want, I think the, I think everyone even there likes the idea of her getting at least far. doing well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but again, she would have had to really, like she screwed up the challenge. She screwed up the challenge. But there was she no pointed, talk of her going. No, zero. She pointed out at the very beginning. Okay, guys, I think we need to make a shelter. She did all the things a leader does that could yeah. potentially ruin you. Yeah. But I don't see that happening to her right right now anyway. Yeah. Because the flip side of that behavior are comments like, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting the cues now at Tribal. Yeah. She still is very much in the dark or at least giving the impression that she is in the dark. Yeah, yeah. She, but even then, like she still seems like more savvy a player than, or just maybe more savvy a participant. Right. You know. Right. She's not just sitting back and just waiting to see what will happen. Like no. she jumps into it, especially as far as like getting the shelter done and all that sort of thing. So, um, we're not going to be going through every single castaway talking about no. them. Um, just a that few. was just an interesting impression, yeah. especially because she gave us nothing. Yeah. Um, as far as some standouts, you know, it's when I think of Survivor, I do tend to think first and foremost of the the people and the personalities and like who like whose episode it is, mm-hmm. you know. And this one, it's tar- it's hard to say whose it definitely is. Like you can say like, well, certain people didn't get much of a much time to talk, and this that's is fine. Super meta, but are you going to be like fishback now and like give someone a a fit like? A fishy? A no, because he does. No, because that's the thing. He does that in regards to like who he thinks, um, like dominated the episode. I don't sure. even necessarily mean as far as strategy. I mean like who maybe as far as screen time, yeah. whether they, whether positive or negative. Like whose episode was it? I was and, surprised that Wu got a confessional right out of the gate. <laughs> you don't hear from him the first half of his season originally, and now he's. He's a participant. Well, the, yeah, they know he's a he's a big personality. Yeah, and and yeah, it's uh. But I I'd, I'd have to say like when you think about it, and this tends to happen with uh you know anybody's exit, they tend to get a bit more screen time. Sure. And Vita's got a fair amount of screen time. Yes, a he lot did. of him did. Yeah. <laughs> Every single bit of him. <laughs> Um, I wonder if he took a cue from Reed and Josh and had his boxers like double sewn, like they doubled it up yeah. and had two pairs sewn together so that their junk wouldn't be out, you know, out there for all to see, which I think was a smart move on their part. And it appeared as though he did the same. I mean, how could we not look at his idol? Oh my gosh. It's, it's all it right. And he's there. just doing this yoga. There's like, what uh, do you think of this? Bending. Yeah. You want to talk about crotch framing? I mean, clearly my prediction from... <laughs> <laughs> last episode was incorrect um, what was your prediction well not prediction so much as just hope that he like he was my hope to yeah. win um and that didn't happen but i have to say that was a very very different vetus than the one that i met 
Yeah, it, it's really interesting. Um, and I think he was a different Vetus from when he His first played. Mm-hmm. This Vetus. Okay, I guess we're getting into this part of it. Sure. And we can we can touch we're on other people. Hop around. This Vetus is kind of a creeper. A little bit, a little smarmy. <laughs> I don't remember who called him that, but uh, Shireen, yeah. Shireen called him smarmy. Yeah. Um, but also, just like the way in which, and I, I, there's no question that he's just a physical person in general. Like sure. he's a yoga instructor, it's just going to happen. Yeah, but it's almost like he was a little bit violating, um, a little touchy feely. Yeah, and you can tell that like that would have think- bugged me, but. Seriously, I would have gotten rid of Abby before that if we're just talking oh, sure. about annoyance level. Absolutely. But I think they also recognize like at the end of that, it's like, well, Vetus is working really hard yeah, to get in with people. Yeah. Abby obviously is not. Yeah. And so. Good point. It's like we can get rid of her next, but we can get we rid have of her an opportun- anytime. Yeah, we have an opportunity to get rid of him right now because he's he's alienated some people. So let's do it. You know, and there were, I think, what, three people who said that they wanted to target him first. So, like, this wasn't a huge surprise. No. Um, I am a little bit bummed, uh, you know. And I think Spencer said something that was interesting that I hadn't thought about, which was, you know, you're not merely letting yourself down. You're not letting you're not letting your loved ones down, but you're also letting down the people or you feel like you're letting down the people that that voted for you because they wanted to see you back in the game. Yeah. That element was brought up several times during the episode. One that I hadn't thought of at all. Yeah. I didn't realize how much on their shoulders that would be. Yeah. And maybe they're just playing it up. I mean, I'm Jeff, sure the producers say, like, right. Hey, don't Jeff brings it up. forget any yeah. chance he can get. Yeah. Um, when I'm trying to think like, Okay, so you and I are both people who wanted to see Vetus back in the game. Right. Did you feel let down by him tonight? Not if it was going to be this Vetus for 38 more days. Right. No. But that, but that, that in itself lets you down because he's not the one that we voted totally. for. You know, and that does It's kinda... a letdown in so much as, as I mentioned before, there are just some players that I'm not excited. I mean, get rid of PG, Kimmy, Abby, then none of that will disappoint me. Yeah. There was no opportunity for redemption for him, even in his behavior, because I think he could have corrected even within this season sure. from where he started, and he doesn't even have the opportunity to do that. I think he. I think his issue is that, without knowing it, maybe, I think he jumped to 10 days into the game. He did. Where you do have that level of intimacy with people, and they have no problem with it. Right. But you can't do it immediately. Right. You know, like... He uh, talked about, like, I was on a try with women, and I did, you know endear myself to them so yeah, the i think I endear, he said but, i didn't manipulate them i think he yeah. said i manipulated their perspective absolutely so he jumped into that mentality and on the flip side talked about you know last time was a little oblivious and that yeah. clearly didn't go away i mean maybe he saw the writing on the wall as well yeah um yeah it uh it was not a great look for him i wouldn't be surprised no. if they bring him back at some point because there's still i think a lot of interesting gameplay left in him yeah but it'll probably be a few seasons from now yeah um but yeah uh i'll tell you this somebody that i saw a little like i voted for her hoping for the best and i think we got it okay was kelly wentworth okay I think she gives good confessionals. The jury is out for me on her still. I can't tell if I like her or not. Well, I'll say this. I may, I'm not I'm not 100% sure if I like her. Okay. But I think she 
she gives pretty good confessionals. Sure. She has good instincts, like even like leaving stuff on the path to mm-hmm. suggest, yes, I'm absolutely here gathering things for you. <laughs> Whereas Fish was just... Just walking around yeah. awkwardly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the swamp. There's clearly no firewood in the swamp. Yeah. So what else are you doing in there? And then... And then, like, getting the clue. And just her excitement at getting the clue was kind of adorable. Yeah. And then actually biting the bullet and grabbing it when she saw the opportunity. That was clutch. Any yeah. one of her tribe mates or the other tribe could have yeah. looked back at her at any point. And thankfully, that tribe was ahead. So her continuing to look back, look back, look back, yeah. just kind of looked like she was looking at the other tribe approaching. Yeah. So at least that part wasn't suspicious. But that was ballsy. But I, I don't think, think she, I could have done that. I think she did it at the right time. Like if she had tried to do it too early, it's right. Like, but it's right when everybody is trans. No one's watching. Why would anybody keys. look away? Mm-hmm. They're transfixed on what's going to happen. And the fact that she realizes like my tribe is losing. People are not going to look away. I didn't realize how easy it would be to grab either. Yeah. It looked tied in. Yeah. But what do you think of that twist as far as the idol? I think it's kind of great. I think it's wonderful because it also makes makes the clue obsolete next. So if you don't you grab it, you got to find another clue That's back crazy. at camp. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... You I know, wish Fish had for, found the clue. I do too. Um, and we'll... Since, we're, since that came about naturally, let's go ahead and say that too. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried for Steven. Definitely. I feel like if his tribe had lost, he'd probably be the... Either he or Cass would have been the first one gone. Mm. I think he... The bro alliance, and they're not necessarily bros, but let's call it that because it's that instinct. It is, yeah. or you could say the shield alliance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's just trying to shield each other. Absolutely. At this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're they're so tight, and he. So Jeremy, Keith, Tasha, Savage, and Joe all seem to be yeah, tight. Yeah. And I'm not sure how tight Keith is there. No, but I think he was pulled in by Jeremy. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. we've worked together before. Yeah, I think he's he's a bro. So you might as well. He's probably out of that five. He's fifth. Um, yeah, but he is an alpha male. Sure. Ah, I have a hard time thinking of him that way because he just he doesn't take the initiative that Jeremy and Savage. No, it's a do. completely different way. Just he's all about yeah growing down. He did his last season as well. Hard time seeing, but I he's a follower. So it's it's a weird yeah. combination. Um. And so, and Steven's not in that. And no. somebody even suggested him and, and Savage shot yes. it right down. Yes. And so Steven is on the outs and I think what he's going to need, but to, he that can't means find there a are JT. five on the other side. Right. Yeah. But there is no JT for him to find. Nobody yeah. is going to connect with him and then just bring him all the way. I think he could connect with Cass and mm-hmm. Kimmy and I forget who else is over there. Sierra over Sierra. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone else, I'm sure. No, is it Monica? It it's Monica. Me. Okay. Yeah, like they're all strategic. Well, not Kimmy, but like Cass, Sierra, and Monica are all strategy minded. As right. is he. Right. And I think he could. I think all of them could get together and be like, "All right, we see what's happening over there with these strong people." Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, we can't let that happen. Yeah. Um. It'll be five to five, but I think the strategist can probably convince someone like a Tasha, Tasha or a Keith. Mm-hmm, exactly. But also. But that we that we said that was a good spot for Tasha's Tasha to be in, in. Great shape, because everyone's t- you know, 
Because Jeremy's talking about, oh, Joe is a good shield. Savage is a good shield. Well, Jeremy's a good shield for Tasha. Everyone's like she a sticks, good shield for her. If she sticks with them, like, she makes it far. Yeah. Because once they get to the merge, everyone's going to go for Joe first. Then they'll go for Savage. Then they'll go for Keith. Uh, uh, and then they'll go for Jeremy. Yeah. Maybe not in that order. But, like, and then. Who knows if they will even make it to the merge? I, I can't imagine If the girls and not. fish don't get if, it together. Right. Which they might not, because you never know what Cass is going to do. But I think she recognizes, I think she sees the writing on the wall. I do. Um, and I think she understands, I think she's enough of a survivor. And I mean, like, in this case, being able to s- stick around uh, as much, as long as possible. I think she sees, like, all right, well, that's a, that's a pretty tight five over there. So right. now what am I going to do? Although right. she might say, like, five to five is a tie. So maybe I'll try to get in with the five, or I'll at least with, vote with, with the, the five. shields. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. I thought it was so interesting how, you know, Savage and Joe are talking and Savage is talking about his kids and how they're like loving Joe. And the yeah. exact same thing happened with Terry and Spencer where Terry's yeah. like, I'm old. I don't know what's going on. My kid told me to trust yeah. you on um, both tribes. Yeah. You know, an older male is like engendering himself to a younger male. Just really fascinating tribe dynamics happening. They did a good job of splitting up the tribes. Yeah. And the difference. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got Abby and Cass, you've yeah. got Joe and, and Spencer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fascinating. To me. Yeah. And so the difference is that Joe is a straight shooter and Spencer is notably not. And I think he, but I think he recognized like, I'm, I'm probably a target. So if Terry wants to bring me in, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the so, answer from both Spencer and Jeff was just, you just say yes. Yeah. You're taken into the bushes. You go on a walk. Yeah. You say yes. And then you figure it out. Yeah. Which is a, a standard thing that um, that uh, over on Rob Has a Podcast, uh, Stephen has talked about on his season. Uh, I believe Taj came to him and said, do you want to be part of a big move? And he just says, yes. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even pause he doesn't wait to hear what it is he just says yes yeah because that's what you do always say yes yep you know that was jonathan penner's big problem in philippines when when uh lisa and scoopin came in and said like do you want to come to the end with us he said like well let's hold off and let's wait no you just say yes you'll wait later yeah and then you can make your decision but like yeah and so um uh, let's go ahead and use this as an opportunity to talk about Jeff Varner as a strategist. Oh man, this was a surprising out of the gate episode for me with him. Yeah. I did not expect this Jeff Varner to show up. I even wrote down like, is he lying to us as well? Is he playing sort of the, the buffoon? That's too strong of a word, but just, is he really this confused about what's going on? I think here's here's what I think. I think with us, he's being honest about this is happening faster than I thought. Sure. With them, I think he's saying, I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> he knows how it works. Yeah. He just didn't expect it to happen this fast. Yeah. But as far as they know, he's just good old go with the flow Varner and uh, hey, you guys are going to have to tell me how this works. Yeah. But he knows how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, he certainly is making himself not a threat. It's he's true. Like, he looks out of shape. He is out of shape. Mm-hmm. He's older. And also he just like, I don't know. And he looks to them. He looks bumbling. And he so, does. and he looks like someone who's going to need to be helped along. Yeah. 
And so, like, that's a good spot to be in. He's a lot of fun to watch. Like, when he's giving a confessional and something bites him on the ass. That was hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but also, like, he the just... confessionals are just true nature. I mean, Wu's like, yeah, man. And then yeah. Keith spits. And then Jeff is hilarious. And... I was working on my on my word the other day. Did you do? Were you there when I was? <laughs> I don't working? know. It's just sort of like a high pitched "Hey, man," like that. Like he has kind of a higher voice, like that. So that's my woo. Is it wispy like that though? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> you know, my ninja stealth mode. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Yes. So that's the only impression I can do. Um, so expect to hear it a lot. Absolutely. Unless, of course, maybe Marlon Brando shows up on the island, okay. but I don't think that's going to happen. Though he did own one. So. Uh, so are there any other people that may, I feel like, you know, we kind of breezed over. Shireen is hilarious. She's great. I like her a lot. Oh my gosh. What a delightful woman when no one is bullying you. I love watching her confessionals. Well, and honestly, in her last season, she was also kind of annoying. And I think she recognizes that and it's like, okay, I'm going to have to play that. I have to avoid that. She did not fit in with her tribe from day one. That's true. She didn't really fit in with anybody. Um, no. Whereas this, yeah, I think she, at the very least, she, I think she has an idea of who these people are, so she at least knows how to conform herself to the people she's talking to. Whereas before, it's like, well, I don't know who these strangers are, and I don't, and she was there with a pretty crappy cast just in general. She was, and she's laying low in this one a little bit more, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what she does. It's interesting to see the people that are not threats. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, maybe people are seeing them as threats, but we haven't been, you know... Uh, sure. ...allowed to see that. Um, but I feel like she's probably in a pretty good position. I think Varner and PG are, are also kind of in a pretty good position mm-hmm. where they're, they're kind of swing votes for a while. And then, you know, as we saw in the preview for next episode, it looks like Varner's going to kind of jump into kind of get his ass in gear so to speak um yeah his bitten ass yeah um let's see is there anybody on the other side i'm was that but in regards to him and swing votes like wasn't he a part of a solid pre-game alliance and that seems i think he i think he was and i think he still is but i think he suddenly realized that like well i do still have a choice because it's half and half and i could go with the new school people yeah they're approaching me yeah um and i guess uh i guess he made his choice yeah he voted against kelly he did against not against them but not with them yeah that's what i'm saying um and so we'll see how that turns out Mm -hmm. um yeah, it's really it's really interesting to it see. It seems like a really big move really early and really fast. But if you think about an hour in our lives, I mean, and they have had three yeah. days of nothing but just socializing. That's a lot of moves. And you know what? If you're him or PG or somebody like that, you can make the argument when you get back to camp, you can make the argument of, Hey, we didn't have time to talk. Right. I thought we were all going. I thought we all saw that Vetus was a problem and, right. a, and a threat. Like you can, you can sort of plead ignorance on that one. So it was sort of four and four, and they were the two in the middle. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that conversation between the two of them in the water, like, 
threw me way off. I wasn't expecting those two to connect on a swing vote level in the middle. It was a really interesting dynamic to see come out. Well, I think PG just finds herself very much on the outs, and I think Varner might have seen that and thought, I can do something Played with that. that. Up. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he also feels a little bit, not necessarily on the outs, but not necessarily included in either one or included in both. And he saw somebody who's included in neither and thought, okay, well, that's someone I can cozy up to. Yeah. Um, Abby's a mess. Man. She, like, one of my, tw- uh, so I tweeted, and I should tell everybody, by the way, that uh, we will be setting up an official Worth Playing For Twitter account. We don't ne- don't yet know what the handle's going to be. If your name is Jeff and you have at Worth Playing For, contact us, because you haven't used it since 2013 and we want it. I feel like he's not listening, but you, you, you can't. You never know. You never know. Some dude's cousin, you know, contacted you. Was like, "Hey, that's my cousin." Yes, that's true. You don't know. Um, in the meantime, that was like one tenth of a story. Some dude's cousin and said, "Hey, that's my cousin." I don't remember the whole story, and it's, it's not relevant anyway. Yeah. In the meantime, hashtag worth playing for is going to be used throughout the whole season. Yeah. Live tweet with us; it's a lot of fun. Join in the yeah. conversation. We realize the time difference makes it a little more complicated. Yeah, sorry everybody, but it'll um, be fun. Yeah, and so what I was going to say is that one of my first tweets was like, "Wow, it took Abby no time." To be Abby again. Zero. Like, and and no matter what she says about trying to be a different kind of person, good for her with that goal. She can't do it. She can't help but be her. And one could say, that's great. You got to be yourself in this life. But herself is someone that can't win Survivor. (laughs) It must not take very much for her to just get put on edge. I mean, that woman must have to get a full night's sleep and three square meals a day to not be that. It just, that bracelet thing is so strange and so surreal. And it makes you wonder that like, if that hadn't happened immediately, what would have, what would her game have looked like? It just seems like a plant. It seems so obnoxiously her. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it makes you wonder. I mean, there there seemed to be a genuine mix-up. I don't know. It's It, seemed, it, it was like PG did something dumb, but I, I don't think she's that dumb. I don't think PG did anything. Yeah, I don't know. There was talk in, I think it was season two, when I think Kel... Somebody found like beef jerky or something oh, yeah. in his backpack. I think Jerry did. And he denied it up and down. And it like there are occasional conspiracy theories about producers doing stuff yeah. to provoke things. Now, because I don't. How else would he get food in? Uh, right. Now, I don't believe that that happened. But I will say it's awfully convenient that of all the people of to have something mixed up, it's by far the most unstable person who who is vindictive <laughs> and vengeful and will not believe you. Yeah. If you say I didn't do that, you know, it's not like it's not like oh hey something is mythi- missing from Keith's bag. <laughs> you know, he doesn't care. He probably wouldn't even realize it was gone. I thought it was pretty ballsy of PG to try and repair things. I mean. It's either eat or be eaten with Abby. And yeah. so, yeah, you try and repair things because yeah. you're either going to look be crazy and look crazy or Abby is. Well, and that's the thing is all you got to do is look is look to everyone else mildly sympathetic. Yes. 
while also telling Abby that she's incorrect about something. Yeah. And then Abby will fly off the handle and suddenly you don't look too bad. And PG is somebody who's on the out. She's somebody that's easy to get rid of. But now when you've got Abby going crazy, which it looks like in the next episode, she will like now. But now, she's still in the six. She's not in the four. People didn't vote for in favor of Abby. They voted True. against Vetus. Like they'll get rid of her as soon as they can. Yeah. Um, she, if they lose again, I feel like she's the next one gone. It's like the one thing that it's like, okay, the entire tribe wanted to get either Abby out or Vetus out. Now that they're both out, we can all come together. Right. Right. Um, I think between her edit this episode and the preview for next, she's not going to stick around, which I am thrilled about. Like, I don't think anybody would even see her as a viable goat option because she drives people so crazy that you just she's like Shamar. Yeah. Like Shamar was a pretty good goat until he started going crazy and then it's just like this you can't be this abrasive. Yeah. You know, like Philip was crazy and frustrating and I hated him, but and he was occasionally confrontational, but I don't know if he was quite as abrasive and accusatory as Abby was. He did he accuse He was manageable. Somebody. I mean, yeah. Boston well, Rob managed him for the entire season. Yeah, and Boston Abby Rob is was, not manageable. Right. Abby is a little bit closer, not quite as crazy as Brandon, but she's she's a Shamar. I think that's I think that's probably a good comparison. Yeah. She's not a Brandon. Probes yeah. doesn't have to come in and remove her from the show. Yeah. Maybe Vitas could come in and give her that massage that Probes <laughs> are giving Brandon. But um he could be the official oh. of the show. Um so yeah, was there anybody else that, that So much yoga going on. Yeah. Wow. I got to say, like, Joe has lucked out. What? He was like, he was like enemy, aside from Cass, he was enemy number one. And then, like, he's basically, don't get me wrong, I don't think he can win because I think Jeremy will carry him along until he sees that he's not useful No, but he's, he's on anymore. a tribe full of women, uh, you know, ogling his goody, goodies and yeah. just drooling over him. It's yeah. remarkable. And it's just like. I don't know. I, I feel like Joe's not much of a strategist, and maybe that can work to his benefit. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like he's just maybe kind for the of a first pawn. half. But at the same time, if things are moving that quickly, you have to be one. What a strategist! Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and maybe he, maybe part of his strategy is to let all the strategists just like the hardcore strategists like kill themselves. Sure. And then he's won- and then he just starts winning immunities. Maybe that's it. I don't know, but I feel like I feel like he's before. I didn't think he was going to make the merge. I think he probably will now. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess there's there's always tribe swaps yes. that could that could mess up any exactly. kind of alliances. Um, and if he winds up with only like one or two other people from his alliance on his tribe, once there's a tribe right. swap, then it's like, all right, now there's nobody to protect him anymore. Right. So. But yeah. Um, so speaking of producer gimmicks, like tribe swaps. Yeah. I thought this episode was very well thought out. First of all, there's an extended intro. There's a lot of yeah. buildup. The actual intro with the theme music was there and it yeah. hasn't been in the last few seasons. So bravo producers on that. I think yeah. that was a really smart move. Everything from getting crap off the boat to replaying the first immunity challenge from yeah. the first episode of the first season. Um, and then going straight to tribal, all of those things made it really yeah. fun. Along with the thing with the idol, with the idol, is, mm-hmm. it really feels like 
and th- this tends to happen with with all star seasons, but it really feels like this is almost melodramatic to say it almost feels like a celebration of Survivor. Yes, what it was, and then a few twists about what it could be, what it still can be. It's still there's still life in it. It's not just the same old thing. We're gonna do some new things, you know, like with the with the idol and such. And so, then they're doing new things with the right things, like the idol, as opposed to trying to one up it again and again with immunity challenges. You know, right. we've talked about the production quality of early challenges versus the extensive obstacle courses that they are now. And they yeah. said, "Screw it, we're gonna go back to something original, unique yeah. from season one," and it was executed really well. I think it would be interesting if they, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did this, and maybe they even announced that they were going to do something like this, but I, I, I think it'd be awesome if they... Next episode, did like season two something or other? Well, basically, there at least once in, in the season, uh, every cha- like there will be a challenge used from everybody's season that was there. Mm, yeah. You know, so I like, like there's something from season two, but there's nobody from seasons three, three through, through six. Yeah. And so you just jump to Pearl Islands or something yeah. like that because Andrew was there. And so, I don't know, I think something like that is is fun. But at the same time, you know, ever since Russell, the immunity idol has become a thing where you can absolutely find it without without a clue. Sure. And they found a way of saying like, okay, we're a little bit tired of this. Yeah. It was fun for a while, but we're tired of it. We're going to try and do something new where, yes, you can find a clue without a clue, but now... And you they literally did a, can't search for it on your own in the middle of the night yeah. anymore. And they did such a great job. Like, I'm sure every like everything that happened with Kelly on the first episode, mm-hmm. the producers must have been like, we got it right. Yeah. Where she's standing there f- just a few feet away from it. There had to have been three right cameramen time. told to just stay on her. Yeah. There were so many shots of her yeah. just debating, deliberating. I did find myself wondering, like, if I'm one of the other castaways, just like, hey, why is this cameraman still, uh, why does he keep looking under our raft? I, <laughs> um, unless maybe there's just like a little GoPro under yes, or something like that. Yes, that wasn't but, a cameraman. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... You know, I guess we can move into. Were there any other people that made him? Imp- I enjoy watching Keith. I enjoy watching Wu. I feel like there. You know, we keep saying that there's like people on both sides. Mm-hmm. I feel like Keith and Wu Definitely. are kind of the equivalent of each other. Yes, they both were actually pretty good at challenges. They're not strategically minded. They're more colorful than anything else. Yeah, and they both went pretty far. And they really um, blossomed on television. This yeah. this episode, you know, there's a reason they were cast originally yeah. and brought back. And I think hopefully they'll continue to be fun to watch. Yeah, I enjoy Keith's perspective on things and I, just the way he's like he's like fourth place. Just... Who cares? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, are there are there any other? I feel bad. I feel I like think we haven't. He talked. says yes to something at some point strategically with Jeremy, but then you can yeah. see him kind of looking past Jeremy as he's talking. Like, what else is going on? You know, he's yeah. not he's not dumb by any means. I feel like if anything, there's the possibility that Keith will overcorrect mm. and try to be. Obviously, we haven't gotten a whole lot of it right now, but I feel like he might wind up trying to be too strategic and making too many moves and people be like oh hey wait a minute keith is doing more than we thought he was going to do let's get him out of here i don't know that that might be incorrect yeah um 
I really liked the aspect of seeing people having to use Jeff at tribal Jeff probes and mm-hmm. the questions that, you know, people interjected Yeah, when they ha- didn't even have a question posed to them to try and use him to, you know, give cues to their tribe mates yeah. because they weren't allowed to talk. And when, when he says we're going to tribal right now, that's shut down. The yeah. producers are very, very clear about when you are no longer allowed to speak to one another and you walk there in silence. Yeah. There is not communication along the way. Yeah. It's, you know, in a way it's almost like politics. Mm-hmm. There, there's this thing that they say, which is when a reporter asks you a question, you don't ask what they, you don't answer what they ask. You mm-hmm. a- answer what you wish they asked. Right. And if Jeff Probst doesn't answer, uh, doesn't ask you a question at all, you just throw something in there. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's so, it's so much fun. Like I'll say this, <laughs> like doing this podcast has allowed me, this is going to sound strange. You know, I, I was, I was apologetic for liking survivor for so long, you know, because in the film nerd community, it's it's like oh reality television really it's like well first off it's competitive reality television but just like a lot of yeah, the same big re- difference a lot of the reason that I like it is the same reason I like a lot of movies and doing this podcast has allowed me to unashamedly love and embrace Survivor mm-hmm. it is it's up there with like the Riddler <laughs> as far as like some of my favorite and Disneyland is like yeah. my favorite things I feel like I want to go back on Jackie Cation's Dork Forest podcast and talk about Survivor yeah. at this point. I should probably actually email her now that I think about it. And so just watching this and doing the podcast has been like so much fun already. I can't wait Mm -hmm. for what comes next. And speaking of what comes next, do you have any predictions as far as next episode or the season in general based on this episode? Uh, I think Fish is in trouble. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he can't make it past unless his tribe just keeps on winning, which you never know. It could. It could. Unless He's that got happens. the strong bros, but yeah. Or unless the uh, girls figure it out and yeah. align with him just for numbers sake. But, and as we kind of predicted, he might, um, he might just be, have it too big of a target because everyone knows him. Yeah. It's very unfortunate, but I was very happy that their tribe won. At least he's not first out. Yeah. I think what he could potentially do is he could maybe try to work with somebody within the bro, the shield, let's say the shield shield alliance, Uh work with somebody there, somebody smart like Jeremy and just say, Hey, look, these guys, like this alliance is going to only go so far. Right. And you'll need some, and you know, I'd like to stick with you. So like, if you protect me, so basically what that means is, oh, we've lost, like let's take out alliance. Monica. Yeah. We've lost, well, let's take out Sierra. Yeah. Like, if you do that, then I'm I'm with you towards the end. You Like, you can work with me when the time comes to get all these other guys out. I don't know if he can do it. I don't know if he can do it either. He could probably work with Tasha. I wouldn't I be think surprised so. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, and I do, th- so, okay, so who do you think, and this isn't, I'm not saying this in a fishy kind of way, but like, sure. who do you think has, at this point, the best chance to go a long way. Varner. Okay. I think. He got a good at it. He got a great at it. Like he got a hero's edit. He got a, at the very least, if he doesn't win, he can come back edit. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I think on his side, on that side, I think Varner 
on the other side, I think Tasha is set up I better too. than anybody else. Yeah. Again, it's, surprising. I mean, I put her down as, I think, as a, as a can win. Sure. Not, um, not how well she's doing, but just how much screen time she got. And I mean, just think about it. Like, if she makes it to the merge and Spencer makes it to the merge, then she's got other options she can go with. And then she has another shield in Spencer. Like... Different dynamics and tribe swapping is going to be very interesting. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy season, but one that is... like Already, I'm just... I'm so excited. It is already paying off on, like, the promise. You know, I'm bummed to see Vetus gone, but... In the same way as when you see the idol thing work out exactly as they wanted it to in episode one. Yeah. And the idea that a strong player like Vetus can go out episode one. Mm-hmm. It, it just conveys that this is a season where you're gonna, everyone's going to have to stay on their toes, including the viewers. And your expectations are only ever going to go so far. Right. So I'm really excited uh I'm listeners thrilled. you're welcome to uh comment on uh the this post at battleshippretension.com you can email me tyler at battleshippretension.com uh and then i guess we'll put out a twitter handle when we get the chance in the meantime you can do a hashtag worth playing for and we apparently are the only ones using it mm-hmm. so that's very exciting uh let's see you can like us on facebook and I would also say that if you enjoy the show, I would encourage you to please go to iTunes and leave us a review and a star rating so that we can uh, get a little bit of a uh, little bit of momentum behind us and maybe get featured on the what's hot or what's new and noteworthy uh, page of uh, TV and film. So I think that is probably about it. We will see you guys next week. Uh, to talk about the second episode. So um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, As for the rest of you, I got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. Bye. Bye.